Hello and welcome to this Gateway House podcast. My name is Vipratha Vikram Singh and today I have with me Ambassador Neelam Deo, Director at Gateway House. So last week the Republican GOP race finally produced Donald Trump as a clear winner after both Ted Cruz and John Kasich dropped out of the race. Um Neelam you were in the US at the time of the announcement. What what are your thoughts on this turn of events? Um, you know uh, Trump was so far ahead of both Ted Cruz and John Kasich that uh, there was no way they were going to catch up with him so in one sense it was entirely expected that he was the clear winner even though he still doesn't have the uh, number of uh, uh, delegates that he needs to actually get the nomination Uh, but still uh, because he has been such an unlikely candidate and such an unorthodox candidate uh, the people that i spoke to were really bemused everybody was a bit surprised they were even a little bit concerned there was this kind of sense of uh, you know we've never seen something quite like this before now this is partly true and partly it's just that whatever's happening in your own time the significance of it uh, expands because there have been races in the past which were also unpleasant ugly but uh, there have been few candidates like uh, trump himself who have said uh, very rude things about people and just one example the uh, senator john mccain who was himself a candidate uh, for the presidency he was a prisoner of war in vietnam for 5 years when he came back and since then he has always been given a lot of respect treated as an american hero etc now trump went and said you know i like people who don't get captured so this kind of thing has not been heard before and i think that's why there has been a widespread reticence even though he has been a clear front runner for months now right as you said he, trump has emerged as the popular as the popular choice but he at the same time he hasn't seemed to have secured the support of uh, some of the major republican leaders um who've gone on to on to say that they won't support trump and how does this lack of support affect the validity of his campaign and of his candidacy so two or three things are happening uh, in parallel uh, one is that a number of very prominent uh, Uh, republicans including the two former bush presidents have said that they do not support uh, trump but they are not the only ones uh, the uh, uh, last uh, republican nominee mitt romney mitt romney has also said that he does not support uh, uh, trump and in fact had canvassed against him uh, there have been a number of others the former republican speaker john boehner has said that has called him lucifer Um, you know uh, nikki haley whom we know in india since she's of indian origin uh, is a governor and has said that she would not support him uh, you know senator rubio uh, marco rubio is not going to support him but on the other hand there are people who are supporting him like the former uh, the governor of uh, new jersey chris christie uh, is supporting him another former candidate uh, uh, the surgeon ben carson has come out in support so it's not that he has no support but there are prominent uh, republicans who don't support him so i don't think it 
uh, impacts it erodes in any way the validity of his win he's won uh, more than 10 million votes and everyone in the republican party has been constrained to agree that he has brought in a lot of new voters and his 10 million is not so far away from that of uh, hillary clinton in the democratic party who has won about 12 million so his uh, performance has been quite extraordinary donald trump is actually expected to meet some of these senior leaders on thursday in what is uh, what was described as an attempt to negotiate uh that and sort out their differences but in the event that that actually f- that fails and they can't resolve their differences what are the kind of uh, opportunities or loopholes that the uh, leadership can take against trump well you know i think the republicans are coming round the uh, ray previous was the head of the republican national committee Uh, has said that uh, he is the presumptive candidate and they should now try to unite to ensure that the democrats and particularly that hillary does not win the presidency uh, but not everybody in the party uh, has uh, agreed to support him but then you know prominent uh, uh, republicans who were opposed like uh, ryan who is the speaker of the house has already softened as well um, this doesn't mean that the within the party there are not bitter battles going on and these battles are going to coalesce in two or three ways one is that there will be many people who will not only not vote for him but who will not support him but they can't go too far in their antipathy to uh, trump because it may impact the one third of senate races which are also underway and the whole house election just because trump has been the sort of candidate that he has people haven't paid that much attention to the senate and uh, house races now at present the republicans control both uh, their majority uh, their lead in the senate is much is quite narrow and there is some talk that they may lose the senate they can't lose the house because the districts have been so gerrymandered by the republicans that they're always going to win and be in control of the house so that is one measure of restraint on the republicans uh, the other thing of course which they all need to work on now and which they are surely thinking about is uh, the choice of a vice president if trump can be persuaded to accept as his running mate someone who is more acceptable to the republican establishment to the republican national committee that will help to smooth out a lot of the differences of course it's also true that many prominent republicans like nikki haley like ryan again like marco rubio have said they will not uh, want to be his uh, his vice president uh, this talk that he may need to get a hispanic since he has been so rude and and offended so many uh, uh, hispanics by his talk about building a wall uh, on the border with mexico and then there is talk that he also might need to take a woman as vice president because he has also offended women that constituency and those constituencies are large they can be critical uh, then there are people who say the best thing would be to combine the two and have a hispanic woman i think the choice of vice president will be important and it may help to bridge some of these differences if the differences remain wide and trump does not come even halfway towards meeting their concerns then there remains uh, the fact that they can 
एटलीस्ट यू नो ओवर्टली कोवर्टली प्रमोट एन इंडिपेंडेंट कैंडिडेट बट देर इज नो बॉडी इन द रनिंग हु इज रिपब्लिकन हु सीम्स टू बी विलिंग टू टेक ऑन दिस मैंटल एट दिस मोमेंट सिंस यू मैंशन द आइडिया ऑफ अ थर्ड कैंडिडेट इन दी इवेंट दैट दैट द रिपब्लिकन पार्टी कॉन्ट सॉर्ट आउट दैट डिफरेंसिस इज द पॉसिबिलिटी ऑफ of the party actually splitting into two into a pro trump and an anti almost like an anti trump uh split yes i don't think the party will split but uh, the voters registered republican voters and of course prominent republicans themselves because you know there are these hashtags which actually have a lot of support the never trump or the never hillary uh, kind of uh, hashtags which uh, bring people together who hold these opinions so uh, yes many uh, republicans uh, will not vote there is at the same time a lot of churning going on there is some discussion that maybe the supporters of sanders who uh, have declared that they will not support uh, hillary uh, whatever happens some of them may move towards trump because many of the issues both have taken up and the positions they've taken are the same for example both are opposed to globalization both are opposed to trade agreements so these things may actually cause extreme democrats to move towards uh, an extreme uh, republican uh, so i i i do not foresee a split within the party but what we do foresee is that many republicans will remain opposed some may come around just because of party unity and their desire to try and at least win the presidency or retain the senate and the house uh, but many others uh, will not whom he has insulted whom he has said quite unmentionable uh, things about uh, but i think you will see uh, a change uh, coming both in the media the new york times has apologized for its coverage of uh, trump Uh, and you will see that a more positive side of him will become more visible on television and in the print media right well it seems that there's a lot more interesting stuff to find out as to what happens with trump and the presidency so thank you neelam thank you you've been listening to the gateway house podcast if you enjoyed this podcast please like and subscribe to our podcast on itunes and soundcloud mm-hmm.